Hi. Rhymes with hi. Last name choice with a Y. That wasn't supposed to rhyme. But, you know, what can you do? Guest today, very funny comedian, producer, Monica Hamburg. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. So um, today we're going to be talking about Mary Beth Tenning. And uh, you chose her because you uh, love children. Oh, so much. Like, with such deep emotion. Yeah. No, it was one of them where I was like, yeah, I get her. I get her. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I just stopped before killing anyone, you know? I just went, this is not for me. But she didn't know that. Uh-huh. She may not have known that. Here's how, how you know she was um, she was destined to be. I don't think anyone who, who was ever a good person was, was born on September 11th. That's just how it worked oh, out. Oh, really? Okay. She was I born on September eleventh, nineteen forty-two. Wow. And uh, and she's a New Yorker. Yeah, but not like the good part. <laughs> uh huh. What's the good part? New York City. Oh, okay. That's nice. <laughs> not Schenectady. It uh-huh. can't be Schenectady. Uh huh. Do you Is have a personal kind of association with Schenectady? No, I I just barely even learned how to say it. Yeah, yeah, I learned it. I think for Indiana Jones. Oh, really? It. The first one, yes. Okay. Uh, there was a character from Schenectady, and oh. I had to do that scene in one of my acting classes, so oh. I know how to pronounce it for that reason. Okay. But I don't think it sounds like it's a good place. Uh huh. So uh, Mary Beth had nine children. Yes. And she killed eight of them. Right. I mean, the first one's up for debate. Like, it died, and they're like, I think that one's for real. But uh-huh. the rest are definitely she killed them. I mean, I Okay, so how it started. Um, apparently, like, not much is known about her childhood. Yeah, the, yeah, a little bit about her relationship with her dad, but that's it. Uh-huh. So she was born in 1942, uh, Duinsburg, New York. Her dad was in World War II. Her mom was probably cheating on her dad. I don't know. Isn't okay. that just what people did? I thought if that's you go what to you war, did. Yeah. I, f- I feel like if, if you go to war, you get a. You, that's just the card that you get. You yeah, know that's what I mean? almost like a free pass, right? Yeah. Like, what are you waiting around for this person? Yeah. Come on, guy. Yeah, you waiting around for thing. someone who's probably going to die. Not to say that everyone who goes to war dies, but. What they did then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel Maybe like they were all fighting, right? Yeah. And there were a couple, like three people who, who went right out of college and, and got to like code break, right? Or but that was only the women. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember any. I'm sort of making this okay, up. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of just, um, just intertwining actual history with the extrapolation. That's perfect. But, but very confidently, confident. so it sounds yes. believable. I will believe anything when it's said confidently. <laughs> <laughs> that is how my boyfriend and I got together. It's like, ah, you're a salesman. That sounds good. <laughs> so um, because both of her parents were, were away, uh, her, her mom was working to support them, and her dad was in the war, she spent a lot of time with uh, relatives and extended family and whatnot. And apparently one of her older relatives just let it slip. It was like, mm, hey, you were in an accident. Like, yeah. How does that slip? Right? It really sounds like she's just waiting to say that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, the mom did something to her, and she's like, oh, I know, just the thing to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. You it's like telling a kid they're adopted. It's like, that's not your thing to tell them. Oh, absolutely not. But at least if it was adopted, it's like, well, they really wanted you. Oh, right? This really way, it's like, oh, they you. desperately yeah, didn't it. want to. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, apparently, uh, she, she, had it, uh, she had it in for her little brother. 
because he was the one who they actually wanted. Right. I guess that's when it all started. Maybe. Right. And she also had like a dad that was distant. And then right before the first killing, her dad had died. Uh So she never got that resolved, which is a good reason to kill someone. But But I mean, how did her dad die? We just like, I think it was just like cancer or something that happens. I don't. I don't think she killed him per se. I don't think she was that. I think she had. She just killed the little ones, right? Because they're easy. Yeah, you could sneeze on them and they're dead. Uh, true, I guess in the the fifties or like well, no, it was seventies, but still. Wait, I don't know. I also don't. Yeah, like true, children. true, true. They true. seem very breakable. <laughs> they really do. Uh-huh. They seem like there's almost anything. Like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> that's how the Sids thing is, right? So you just shake them and they're dead. Yeah. Part of this puzzle too is how many times they thought that was the case, but they're breakable. But they're also kind of like superhuman because, like, if you break your leg right now, yes, it takes a long time to heal. But if you break a baby's leg, or <laughs> if you really break a baby's like leg, if, yeah, it really if a baby like breaks plotting. breaks their own leg, then uh, it heals like super super quickly. They're like tiny little wolverines. <laughs> so <laughs> if they don't die, then they can heal right very quickly. Unless their mother is married back home. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you have, you, I feel like you kind of have to want to. I don't think anyone, I, I think if your baby died accidentally, your baby didn't die accidentally. Don't send me an angry email that your baby <laughs> died accidentally and you're offended. I'm calling you a murderer. I'm just saying babies are resilient. And if you kill a baby, you probably wanted to kill that baby. Well, and uh, more understanding I could not be, but <laughs> still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless we're talking a miscarriage or something like that, but... Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah, totally different. Later on in life, Mary Beth said that her dad abused her, but she, like, switched up her story? Yes. Yeah, like, it was, oh, he abused me, and then she went back and said, well, he hit me with a fly swatter, which, as any of us know, is like, well, I mean, if that's abuse, uh-huh. we, we were all just in hostage situations. Uh-huh. Uh, fly swatter. That sounds nice. Sounds sounds very um, like BDSM light. Yeah, exactly. She's like, he had arthritis, and he couldn't hit me with his hands. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, because it, it was kind of like a gentle way when she came when she recanted. Then she's like, well, you know what? It's really not his fault because he had arthritis. <laughs> it wasn't like he could beat me with his hands. So of course the fly swatter was an option. So, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so she went to Dwaynesburg High School, average student, uh, and after high school. Uh, apparently she worked a lot as like a waitress yeah. and, and things like that. Uh, and then she became a nursing assistant, right. uh, at, a, at Ellis hospital. Uh, what is, what is it with women who killed people in the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies? Working as a lot of them worked as nurses. I wonder if it's cause that was a real job you could have as a woman that mm-hmm. was, somewhat prestigious and okay you know like it was i mean there you were limited in the options you had but one of the things i think you could be from maybe the 40s or 50s Mm -hmm. on was a nurse because they suspected women had a nurturing side which if you've ever met me is completely erroneous but (laughs) they thought that Uh uh-huh and so yeah i think that was the thing they thought women naturally gravitated to so that was always or generally available to you. Again, mm. I'm doing the same thing with history as you are, mm. which is saying it confidently and hoping nobody calls me on it. Yay. 
Yeah, that makes. Yeah, but yeah, and I, I think it. that like you could be a shitty person and decide to go down that career path and then be like, oh, actually, turns out I hate everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's barbiturates I can grab. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, 1963, that's, uh, that's where she got married. Uh, Joseph Tenning yeah. met on a blind date. And uh, apparently he was very chill. Yeah, he's real chill. Like chill we guy. find this out through the whole series of events. I don't think there's <laughs> been anybody more chill about any of the events than this man. Uh, uh, what did he do? What did he do for a living? I don't remember that. Not a lot of information available about about Joseph. No. Uh, so they they got married two years after after meeting each other, right. and then they had a kid two years after that. They had their first kid. And three years after that, they had their second kid. Yeah. And then, uh, 1974, the oldest kid, no, the, the, the dad, uh, goes into the hospital. Yeah, for poisoning. Uh-huh. And, uh, barbiturates. Yes, barbiturates, exactly, that uh, she apparently picked up from somebody, that a friend of hers or somebody that had uh, epilepsy. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, and just just. You know, kind of, they were having, and he was like, oh, you know what, as it turns out, we were having problems, you know, yeah. like as, as though that was a natural solution to the, you know how it is when you have money problems or you're frustrated with each other, you just go and poison someone. I, I don't know. Does anyone have any other solutions? I feel like she got those Burbidgewitz herself um, at the hospital. That's possible. And she needed a scapegoat. Yeah, uh, that's true, because it's way more illegal to have stolen the medication from work. Uh-huh. Got it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they had, a, they had a little argument, and she just, uh, on, on a whim, decided to, to put a bunch of pills into his grape juice. Absolutely. And uh, that wasn't a, a red flag at all? No, no, no. Like, and his, his thing was... Uh, at some point, they asked him, well, wasn't it clear that she tried to kill you? And he was like, well, if it's God's will, it's God's will. Uh-huh. Like, literally the most chill person, even about <laughs> his own demise. He's uh-huh. like, well, if that's what God wanted was for her to poison me, then I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that apparently caused no rift, really, in their relationship, which uh-huh. is like, I feel like it'd be hard to come back from that. Like, if my partner tried to murder me, I feel like I would be a little bit reticent about continuing the relationship yeah, to this yeah, day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most most people, many people would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not alone in that. I feel like okay. a lot of serial killers, um, well, a lot of men who are ser- serial killers just marry average women, but women who are serial killers marry, like, the stupidest men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, I don't know what his deal was. If he was just, like, the nicest, most, like, God-loving person. Who uh-huh. j- you know, I don't know if he if he was naive or he just was just so into this order of things that he had a wife that, and, well, she's got to be good and she's got to be a good mother. And so I guess any of these things happening are just out of her hands. Uh-huh. There's so much. Her dad died... A year after their second kid was born, of a see, I don't trust it. It's a quote unquote sudden heart attack, but was it really? Well, that's it. Because right. if she's poor, if her dad dies suddenly, uh, a couple years before she tried to kill her husband with poison, that probably I don't know what a barbiturate poisoning looks like, but I'm guessing 
that it's probably similar to the symptoms of a heart attack. Well, also, they didn't seem to understand any of the causes of any of it. So uh-huh. maybe there's every chance that he could have died from, I don't know, <laughs> levitating or something. And they would have been like, well, it seems like a heart attack. I mean, it's your guess is as good as mine, really. Like, I don't know. They're, it's the 70s. Uh-huh. But from how they just sort of dismissed a lot of this and just guessed on things, you would think it was like the time of leeches uh-huh. before they could assess anything medically. Yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, well, there was, uh, we didn't see it happen, so there's no way to know. Yeah. <laughs> that really was what they did. How Absolutely it no way to actually do any sort of testing. That's uh-huh. not what we do here. We just take stabs in the dark. Yeah. Well, taking, taking a step back, um, the same year that her dad died, but uh, just a couple months after, mm-hmm. is when um, their third kid was born. Right. And she died after eight days. Yes. And I guess that one is, is the one that was like the, the freebie that they don't think that she caused because of uh, meningitis. Right. Right. And I mean, up until then, nothing had happened. Like, there's no history of abuse with any of the children. Uh-huh. But then it seems like this one and all the empathy or sympathy she got afterwards was potentially what caused all the rest of it. Was because they're saying that she might have had Munchausen by proxy? Right, right. And that this one was the, the freebie where it actually just died. And then she was like, what a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Munchausen by proxy, if if you you guys aren't familiar with it, is uh, it's it's what um, everyone knows the story of Gypsy Rose. The Gypsy Rose route, yeah. That's what uh, her mother and possibly her mother as well. Oh God, had where um, they are obsessed with the the things that they get from uh, the feelings that they get from taking care of someone. Right, and from the attention that they get because they're doing it, like what a good person they must be and Mm -hmm. how devoted they must be as a mother. That's the outsider's point of view of them, like Mm -hmm. the doctors and uh, everybody just, and neighbors and friends would think they're such a lovely person and how much they've suffered. They kind of, um, they really respond to that. So they end up... uh causing problems so that they can fix them right. or even if it's not a problem that's fixable that they can get the uh you know sympathy and empathy and love and and whatnot from, right it's like from a, the outside community yeah it, it's like comics you know like we're desperate for attention uh-huh. so we do these things to get attention yeah uh, she's, <laughs> she's like okay well oh, I, I don't write punchlines correctly so uh, i guess i'm just gonna have to murder a child yeah comedians do that huh they yeah. make b- bad decisions for the material that's right oh, that's true that's yeah. very true too I, I haven't i haven't done much of that which is probably why i haven't been on tv yet <laughs> that what it is uh-huh we're just i like that we've convinced ourselves of that that's good you know i gotta make more bad decisions uh, it's like god damn it guys do that a lot where they're yeah. like you know women just want like shitty people i'm not a shitty person so that's yeah. why it's not because i'm boring I fucked up my life being responsible <laughs> <laughs> what a bad decision it was to make good decisions so uh after uh jennifer was the third child who was the first child who died right. uh very, very shortly after she died, like uh, less than three weeks, the the two-year-old mm-hmm. is rushed to the hospital. Yes. Dies. Yeah. In Schenectady. Schenectady. How do you say it? Schenectady? Schenectady yes. 
Cardiac arrest. Heart attack. A lot of heart attacks going on in this family. Yeah. It's just a congenital failure. So several weeks after that, uh, Barbara. The names that these babies had at, at of the time were so funny. Who were they? Barbara, Timmy, Joseph, like they're Jennifer, if that's a Jennifer. Even yeah. if, it's, if it's a baby, I feel like your baby should be Jenny, and then Jenny grows into into Jennifer, okay. and then eventually becomes Jen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. there's like names should be able to mature with the baby. <laughs> All right, I like, can see that. If logic. you're a gr- a Grant, you know, like who yeah. names a baby Grant? Oh God, that's horrible. Yeah, Grant. It's just like you're just making this person be uptight. Yeah. It's like, that's just a, that's a, a man's name. Grant is like a man with like thick forearms yeah, who well, reads the newspaper it has given and up listens to baseball. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Grant yeah. has never like ran screaming around a playground <laughs> as a fucking oh, carefree not. child. No, he's not like, he's never been madcap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So Barbara gets rushed to the hospital because she's uh, she's having uh, seizures and whatnot, and then goes into a coma, dies. They said it was Ray syndrome. Okay. Apparently, Ray syndrome is a, a rapidly progressive encep- encephalopathy, uh, vomiting, confusion, seizures, personality changes, loss of consci- uh, loss of consciousness. Uh, I'm assuming it, it it has to be related to like brain damage, right? Oh. Okay, maybe. Um, it, it usually causes liver toxicity and kills 20 to 40% of, of uh, people affected by it. Wow. That's a pretty high amount. Yeah. I don't think we have that anymore. I hope not. That's crazy. So less than a, a one in a million kids a year are diagnosed with Ray syndrome. Yeah. Can also be caused by the flu, by chickenpox. Oh, all right. Yeah. And then all this, all these deaths are within a two-month period. Mm-hmm. So within two months, her entire family, the children part of it, is just wiped out. Yeah, she was 29 when, when uh, Barb, Barbara died. Yeah. So a little bit after that, uh, a few months after that, she has another kid. Mm-hmm. Timothy. Fine name for a baby. That's not bad. That's a baby Timmy. name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Timothy goes to the hospital like a month after he's born. Yep. Dead. Already dead at yep. the hospital. She said she found him that way. Yeah. You know how it is. SIDS. They said it was SIDS. Yeah. Sudden infant death syndrome. Um, so that is a December... Of uh, 1974, March 1975, three months later, she has a, another kid, a fifth kid. Okay. Wow. Man, she was really stacking these. It's like they never stopped fucking. Yeah, I mean, it, that's a lot of passion. Like, maybe that's what they did to grieve. It's just <laughs> like... Just going at it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, at any point, you're like, I know, I mean, contraception was new-ish. It certainly wasn't 
completely mainstream in the 70s, but uh-huh. you would really think, I mean, just as a logical thing, you and they're Christian, so they couldn't, I guess, but but you'd think, okay, you know what? You're clearly not, you're not good with this. Yeah. You are clearly not capable of keeping these children alive one way or the other. Whether it's, well, let's say, let's pretend it wasn't you, but you're just, you're just not good at, at keeping them around. Yeah. So, stop it. Yeah. You know, just, just, just stop. I mean, they had birth. They did they have birth control? They had birth control in the late seventies. But I think it it existed. You could get it, and as certainly someone working as a nurse oh, could. True. Yeah. No, I mean, I she think knew what her she options felt were. Obligated to to keep trying get to have them, and then you know, probably each time she had them, she was like, "I really fucking don't like this." <laughs> so so um. So, yeah, so Timothy died, and then after Timothy died, Nathan was born. Um, and Nathan, let's see, March, what, what season is March? I don't know seasons. I live in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. March is spring, spring? or almost spring. A little past, spring. like it's kind of the wintry Oh, that's spring. true. It's just right after winter. See, I don't know. It all Canadian, just blends in. so, like, if there's one thing, I know it's winter. <laughs> uh-huh. Almost so, nothing else. So, um, from, from uh, spring was when the baby was born. Um, fall, he's dead. Yeah. It's nice to do it by season, right? It's nice to have a child that only lasts for a season. And, <laughs> it's and like an accessory. Is, this is what, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's right. All right, I'm going to get like a this baby's out of season. <laughs> really? I don't know. This is just not a very stylish baby anymore. <laughs> just going to, well, here's a, here's a good one. One of the neighbors said, when the last child was born, I asked myself, how long is this one going to last? <laughs> oh. That's kind of cute, though. It's kind of like, you know, when like, somebody's like chronically bad at relationships, and you're like, well, how long is it going to last? And she's probably just going to drive him away, you know, or over him. Oh. Are the neighbors, like, placing bets instead I mean, of calling the cops? I really, yeah, I mean, nobody seems to have done anything, but I think they were all sort of like, this seems unusual. Like, I think, I feel like by the third, you really should have been like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Because we're not living in a time of typhoid. Like, this just, right. it was, people, they just don't die that frequently and not all within the same family. I mean, and what year, what year was answered, Woodstock? A 72, I thought. Okay. Maybe not. So, so no. we're in the time of like music festivals. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like a, a, a scientifically good time to be alive, right? <laughs> like our immune systems aren't garbage. Yeah. Well, and, and there's just so many of them. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I, I, I do appreciate yeah, that the neighbors were probably like, oh, it sounds like I wish you keep an eye on this one because uh-huh. it's not going to last too long. Uh, Nathan dies in uh, 70, 70, 75. Three years later, uh, they decide to have another kid, but they adopt. I think that was my favorite because it was extra crazy. Yeah. Because she knew she was going to kill them, we think, right? Uh-huh. And then it's like, well, why not get one uh, imported? Uh-huh. You know, like, I'm tired of killing the ones in my loins. <laughs> I might get, it feels like almost like she's kind of tired of giving birth to. And she's mm-hmm. like, I do want to kill them, uh, <laughs> but... Boy, am I tired of getting it out of my hunt, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that was just so crazy. Uh-huh. 
Also, because it crossed like the a racial divide too, right? Like now she's like got this little black baby that she's decided to kill, and I'm like, oh, must you? Uh, must you? You had your own. Boo. It was, yeah, no, it was. It's like extra. Poor weird. Michael. Oh, I know. I'm like, but then I feel like you know sometimes people are are really judgmental about adoption, and they're like, well, you know what, like. It's not your real child. And I feel like I feel like she loved this child as much as she loved her own. Which like, is to say not very exactly, much. <laughs> precisely. Okay. So um, that was August. She adopted Michael in August. Uh, two, mo- two months after that, she gave birth to another kid. Yeah. Mary Francis. Yeah. Uh, another uh, uh, t- a nun name. Yeah. It really is very conservative. Mary Frances goes to the hospital um, three months after being born. Yeah, I think so. It was very, they're all, they started getting even younger as she progressed. By the way, yeah. um, a source says that um, when Mary Frances was rushed to the emergency room, it was uh, across the street from their apartment. Okay. Do you think that she purposely found an apartment very, very close to a hospital or was it so that it would be easy to get the kids there? Well, I mean, I think she never wanted them to be rescued because I think this is the one that got revived and she was like, no, thank you. Like, yeah. she, So I feel like she wouldn't have wanted to be very close to a hospital because there was also the third. Barbara, I believe, was one where she rushed the kid to the hospital uh-huh. and then uh, the kid, they were like, you know what, we need to keep her under observation and she was like no uh-huh. and then killed her yeah so I, I i don't think she wanted help i don't know if they just maybe her husband like finally had an idea that was like we should live next to us uh-huh. <laughs> this keeps happening <laughs> we should uh we've got some some bum luck yes yes like he's like the we should do what we can guy. to yeah <laughs> just doesn't get it he's like i don't know what's happening in this house let's stick around <laughs> Yeah, so so uh yeah, the sta- staff were able to revive the baby. Uh a month later the baby goes back to the hospital uh for the same reason. Uh cardiac arrest, brain damage. And at one point, and I don't know if it's this baby or way back when because now it's I think we're at seven we're at eight, right? Uh-huh. So at some point the doctors are like, Well, it's say they they assumed it was a the only thing they could guess was that it was like some sort of congenital defect that ran through this family. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, maybe you need to have like a baby monitor or some sort of tracking system. And she was like, no. But yeah. the, they were like, well, maybe this is a, an inherited thing. Yeah. But also the adopted baby had well, it. Yeah, they think the adopted one was where they should have really picked up that there was a problem. Uh-huh. And they didn't seem to. Because yeah. up until then, they had that theory that it was the congenital defect. And it was inherited, but then it's like, okay, well, we got... Like, I bet she was like, fuck. Should have killed it a different way. Yeah, or or yes, or maybe not. What I liked is also way back, I think the third child, so she didn't even, like, plan them so they were sort of similar death, like infant crib or whatever, SIDS or something is usually in a crib death or uh-huh. something. But there was one where she went on a drive with the kid and then came back and he was dead. In You're the like, car, yeah. yeah. That's fucking brazen. Like, that's just because that how do you excuse that well we were just driving around and i didn't fucking strangle him i did absolutely didn't just he wanted a treat he wouldn't stop uh-huh. like i feel like anything any of the temper tantrums she dealt with by like and they never him. said how like how the baby died in the car they were just no. like 
baby was just dead. That's what like, happens to children, like apparently, <laughs> in the 70s. Uh-huh. So after Mary Frances died, Jonathan, who was their eighth kid, was born very, very shortly after Jonathan was born. He died. Yes. Uh, he was on life support for four weeks. That's a long time. Yeah. I bet she was like, well, I don't want to have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> they took a Aww. lot out of me to try to kill him the Aww. first time. I'm just making you sad this whole she episode. Did, well, I'm just like, she. well, first of all, she didn't waste any time. It's like she just like absolutely couldn't wait to kill another baby. Uh, yeah, I feel like she, because there was a time where they interviewed her and she was like, she felt like it was her duty to keep having the children, but she never really took to being a mother. Uh-huh. So I don't know if there was a delusion that we all get when we're like, this will work out this time, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So, but it felt like every time it happened, she was like, you know what? I really do not like this. <laughs> uh-huh. They are so it's annoying. Like, like she's trying, trying to... Um get into cilantro you know what i mean yeah yeah, exactly that's right still tastes like soap every time (laughs) i don't know why i keep trying after jonathan died is when michael finally got quote-unquote sick right wouldn't quote-unquote wouldn't wake up but apparently before that like a couple months before that he had went to the hospital for a quote-unquote falling down some stairs oh yeah that's right so i guess she was getting uh trying to Trying to diversify her methods. Yeah, yeah, because then this one's, because it can't be a congenital defect. She's Uh like, well, yeah, I mean, if they do fall downstairs. Uh Yeah, you're right. She was trying to diversify, but it didn't work. Uh And then after that, she had still another baby, and this was the last baby that she had in 1985. So she's been having kids for more than 10 years. Was uh, officially the cause of death was was being smothered. So this was when I guess the medical technology had progressed far enough that they were like, "Oh, someone definitely put a pillow on this yeah. baby's face." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it took was this one for them to say, "Well, now that we think about the other eight deaths, uh-huh. it doesn't seem like it was all so innocent." Yeah, and then they started looking into the the deaths of the earlier children. Uh, they did autopsies, uh, but apparently the autopsies, they were like, well, oh, it doesn't look like they were abused. Like, yeah, they weren't. They were just murdered. Just murdered, <laughs> yeah, because that's the tr- the thing that they said was that uh, generally if a child is murdered, there's a history of a lot of abuse beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. And probably that they're not necessarily, I mean, my guess on that would be you generally aren't trying to kill your child. You just constantly abusing them and they eventually break, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. my guess. They're not necessarily always trying to kill them, uh, but mm-hmm. uh should I should I disclaimer this by saying, but that's still bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been really calloused here. I know you shouldn't beat your children or murder them. True, but uh, fact, and uh, and yeah, and I but they couldn't really prove any of them except the last one. Mm-hmm. And that was the one where they're like, well, we've got a case here. Mm-hmm. And then she pretty quickly kind of confessed to that one. I think. Yeah, she she immediately said that she did it because they took her and her husband in for questioning because, you know, obviously they figured the husband knew, thought. They, I mean, anytime there's, if someone kills nine other kids and uh, they're with the same guy the whole time, they're going to 
suspect that he might have something to do with it or, or at least is, is complicit in some way or I mean, knowledgeable of it? I mean, that would be a natural it. suspicion, and uh-huh. it's just very strange Mm -hmm. because he didn't and i have a quote that i i really liked so they asked at some point her husband well didn't you suspect and he said well you trust the woman she has her things to do and as long as she gets them done you don't ask questions so i guess as long as the bed is made if there's a dead body in it you're like that's cool (laughs) Uh (laughs) i mean that's his logic was basically like she has her job which clearly is taking care of the children, mm-hmm. and I have mine, which is ignoring all the deaths, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. So the trial lasted uh, six weeks. She was somehow acquitted of deliberately killing the babies, yeah. but was convicted of uh, letting them die, basically. I don't know how she got away with that. I don't either... I mean, even if you're just doing that one, the smothering seems like a pretty intentional act. Yeah. She really had a run, you know? She really had a streak. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of admire the fact that, you know, like I'm a person who is always feeling guilty about things I haven't done. Like, I'm terrified of... I, I always feel like I've done something wrong. Uh-huh. If someone looks at me wrong, I'm like, maybe they're right. And, and she just was like... Yeah, I think I could get away with the eighth murder. Uh-huh. So she got sentenced to uh, 20 years to life, which is a, an odd sentence. Yeah. Um, I always thought they were, they were more concrete numbers than that. Uh, so she went to Bedford Hills, which I guess is where all the, the lady murderers go in, uh, in New York. A lot, of, a lot of famous serial killers have gone to Bedford oh, Hills. Oh, really? Correctional facility for women, yeah. I, I think it's one of the largest uh, women's prisons uh, in the U.S., uh, she tried to appeal her conviction uh, several times. Right. She tried to get parole s- uh, seven, seven times. Yes. And she's out. She is out now. She's and, out now. And in the home she lives in with her husband. They're still together. This is such a romance. She was in prison for 30 years and he waited for her. That's where I'm lost, is that like you'd think he could or wanted to start another life. Yeah. And either he tried and it didn't work out, and he's like, well, I guess we're doing this then again. But yeah, I mean, and she is no longer capable of killing children because she can't have them anymore. So so now they're good. Uh Uh-huh. Well, legally and physically. Yeah, that's it. She's not allowed and she's too old to make her own now. Is she not allowed? Can you legally not allow people to have children? I mean, I love that idea. I I think, I I mean, I feel like, like if you're convicted of of harming children and you're on parole, uh, well, convicted felons are not allowed to associate with children, right? If, well, sex offenders are not allowed to associate with children. I would assume that child murderers are also not allowed to be alone around children it would figure logically but i feel like they the law is weird about ordering people not to have children because Hmm. of that whole theory of slippery slope which Mm. i i mean i feel i feel like we should as a society completely order people not to have children Uh (laughs) not not everybody although (laughs) most but yeah i think that there should be like a lot of people where you're like ah not you yeah. Can't. <laughs> well, the reason her parole was denied for so many times was because she didn't seem like she was sorry for what she did. She was just kind of 
mad that she went to jail for it. Yeah. During one of her hearings with the New York State Parole Board, she told them, I just, I don't think that I had the capabilities of being a good mother at all. Mm -hmm. But I like that she included the word, I think. Uh-huh. Like it was up for discussion uh-huh. at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's like I had some nurturing qualities. You know, I always packed the Lunchables, you know, uh-huh. but then I smothered them. And I guess that takes something away from it. Look at this picture. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't like to look shame people, but I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. This is, this man waited 30 years for her, for, for her. She's a harsh-looking woman. Is yeah. that what you're assessing? And it's not, and not just because of her age, because there are women her age who are, are, are pretty women. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, just, like, she's got, like, lunch lady chic going on. Yeah, yeah. And, but she, I mean, in fairness during this, and she never necessarily looked any more, like... She was never a super pretty lady. She just wasn't. That she was, was just... definitely not pretty enough to, to uh, get... A reduced sentence like she did somehow. Well, or to have someone that stood by her because my experience certainly is that guys love crazy women. Mm-hmm. And they're like super, super into it. Uh, but like this is a, this is like past the normal limit of crazy. Yeah. And uh, she, yeah, she... She wasn't like, because I figured she wasn't like a femme fatale. That's right, where you're like, okay, well, she looks like Linda Fiorentino. I can see <laughs> how she's murdering all these kids and getting away with it. But uh-huh. no, like she, yeah, he he was. Just, I don't know what that deal is. I don't know what it is with him. Whether like he maintained her innocence the entire time. Yeah, and he still thinks she didn't do it. Which I or guess, he wants to believe she didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing, like, you know, when parents have, like, a kid that kills and it's yeah. so obvious, and they're like, but not him. Not he Teddy. Didn't. No, no, I definitely saw him, like, with an arm hanging out of his mouth. But it's not, <laughs> Teddy's not that kind of guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so now they're, they're living in, uh, still living in Schenectady, yeah. upstate New York. She's got a curfew. But doesn't she? She's going to have a curfew no matter what at 76, right? Yeah, that's true. That's right. She, where's she going to run? <laughs> well, also, like, isn't that just about the time with, like, the early bird special? Like, whatever whatever it is, is she'll get the early bird special in, <laughs> have that, and then go to sleep. She wasn't going to be doing that much. They don't stay up late at that uh-huh. point, right? <laughs> is she like, going to run with a walker? Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's a really strange case because there's so many. Uh-huh. It's one thing if it was like one or two. But I remember years ago when I read the original case, it was like, because they kind of surprised you with the ending for that article. Like it was, a, I couldn't find it now, but it was like a very in-depth article. And, you know, after like 20 pages, you're like, God, this is a real coincidence that all these like eight to nine children have died. And then you're like, is it her? And then it's uh-huh. like, oh, no, it really is her. Yeah. And that's what's so crazy about this is that she so, has so many of her children and then they're, uh, kills them all. And not in one foul swoop, which you almost would make more sense. Like the woman who drowned her children in the bathroom, Yates, mm-hmm. Andrea Yates, was like, I think there were three of them, but she killed all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, that's a lapse. Something happened with your brain. Yeah, that's post- postpartum. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, really, sadly, it does. But this was like, yeah, just you, you can stop, you know. Uh-huh. Maybe she did have postpartum. But like, yeah, and, and every time. Every time. Every single time. And she just never connected the dots. There's like, maybe I should stop trying to do this because it's just never going to work out for me. It's entirely possible. So she's been out for less than a year now. Yeah. 
Do you think she's going to kill her husband <laughs> eventually? She I tried heard. to poison him before. She did, but they're doing well now. <laughs> I mean, is she... I wonder what the reasoning was when she tried to poison him. Like, okay, is it that she was done with him or whatever? Because in this case, it's like, if she wants to be with someone, it isn't going to be that easy for her to find yeah. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. For so many reasons, and not just the lunch lady demeanor, but uh-huh. all of these things. And she's, you know, she's not in a good category to meet new men uh-huh. age wise. Yeah. So the fact that she's a, I was going to say, you know, what's the word for like nine time murder, right? Like there's triple murder, quadruple murder. Serial killer. Yeah, just serial killer. <laughs> Being a seven year old serial killer with not the most devastating good looks is just not a great category for online dating i yeah. feel like i feel like that's when you they swipe left yeah you can't put that on your tinder bio <laughs> you really can't <laughs> so i wonder uh she's gonna happily live out the rest of her life now that she doesn't have the, the specter of childbirth that's i think might hanging might over be. her head yeah now that she doesn't feel compelled to have children and mm-hmm. she can't she's probably fine uh-huh I mean, this is the this is where I have the sympathy for her is that I'm a person who chose not to have children, and you get so much negative feedback about uh-huh. that decision. And I felt like I feel like she didn't feel like she had that option, uh-huh. and so it was just well, if they keep dying, I'm trying, I'm really trying to have a child and be a a normal person that everyone wants me to be, uh-huh. right? And she didn't. I mean, I'm living obviously in a different time and with clearly more self-awareness. <laughs> I'm hoping about what my capabilities and interests are, but I don't think she had that. So mm. now she's done. I think she's like, oh, good. I don't have to do this again. We can only hope. Any listeners in Schenectady who can uh, see what see what Mary Beth is up to? Let us know what her Starbucks order is. <laughs> I'm curious. Would it be like, wouldn't you need an outlet in a way? Like, if you're used to killing, mm-hmm. could you just not kill anymore? Do you think she's just a real asshole to other people's kids? That is such a good question. wonder. Like, she takes the she takes the elevator down to the lobby, and is, someone gets in with her kid, and she just, like, glares at them the entire way down. I mean, that is what I do. That is, that I, again, <laughs> very relatable. Like, my boyfriend will make the cute faces at a baby near uh-huh. us, and I'm just like, just disgusted the whole time <laughs> like must you engage them as well so i think babies are cute but sometimes they they hurt my feelings because um like some babies are cool and you like smile at them and they smile back mm-hmm. and then other babies you smile at them and then they look at you like you just fucking you've cussed them out yeah. like and it's it like hurts your feelings because oh. you're like they're not even a fully formed human, you think and they have the judgment? nerve to judge me. <laughs> I, I, that is. You shit your pants, <laughs> and you're gonna act like I'm the asshole here for smiling at you. Fuck you, baby. <laughs> I have like literally no attachment to children. I think everybody else is judging me, but I just never. I have like I place no value in them <laughs> and what they think of me. Monica. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you. This was fun. This was enlightening. I'm glad to hear you'll never become a, a postpartum murdering mother. So am I. It's, it's so nice to have goals <laughs> that you can achieve so easily. That was episode 17 of Women Who Kill. You guys, if you like the show, definitely stop by iTunes. Leave a rating. Leave a review. 
If you hate the show, go fuck yourself. Why did you listen to an entire episode? But seriously, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps a lot. It helps new people find the show. The more people find us, the longer I can keep doing this. I do this for free. Uh, if you want to support with your dollars, stop by patreon.com slash kaichoice. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash k-a-i-c-h-o-y-c-e. Join the women who kill Illuminati. Five bucks a month. Get you access to bonus content, free things, discount merch. Lots of good stuff. It's worth it. If you don't have five bucks a month, a buck a month. Doesn't get you anything, but I appreciate it. It helps out. Thanks again for listening, you guys. We'll see you next week.